You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Live from 50th and Capitol Avenue in the Big O, this is Mornings with Sharp and Handley on 1620 The Zone. 1620thezone.com and 1620thezone.tv. Now here's Gary, Nick, and Jimmy. As important as the air I breathe. He is dramatic. Rick Pitino. Stepping into it, then trying to basically hose off the shoe. If you will. See, I'm a <clears throat> the minority opinion here that he should have doubled down. It's like, he did double down. He doubled. Well, he did on the well. He initially said that. Then I think it was the following Monday or Tuesday. Like if your feelings are hurt, pretty there much are people that want to play down. in New York City and play at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. The, the, uh, also, I, winning cares all this. I. I hear you, and good morning, everybody. It Hi. is mornings with Sharp and Hanley. Hit Jimmy. Uh, Gary is on the road to Kansas City. Big win for they Omaha won. last yeah. night. Yes, seventy-one seventy. They hold on there at the very end and uh, thwart off Oral Roberts. Uh, I think I think Oral Roberts hit a, a, like a last-second three to make it a one-point game with like no time remaining. So Omaha will be taking on Kansas City tomorrow. We'll get to that because that race is tightened up. And if you're starting to look at mid and low major college basketball, you've got essentially headed into this weekend, you've got one more full week before conference tournament play begins. I mean, it is wrapping up. We are in our, our last days of February too, which is exciting because as we turn over to March, I, I know you guys in the, in this studio really slam February as far as a bad sports. February night. sucks. I've always disliked February. I, I, I think it's a, it's not, it's an underrated because if you're going to say that it's now not this February, but most Februarys in this part of the country, even when I lived in Kansas City, cold and gray well, and, maybe, and football season. Maybe over. that's got something to do with it. Maybe it is the gray, the, the weather in Midwest. I, I know. So I my in laws they basically at the beginning of February. Well, yeah, beginning of February they head out to Arizona. So then you you have a little envy. You probably know some people Spring training and that yeah that are all in warmer places, and you wish you could be there, even if it was just for a weekend. And yeah, you know what? Mother Nature has been very kind to us lately. But a lot of the sports stories in the month of February, as we get ready to turn into March, has got a lot of. A lot of excitement. So, again, everybody, like you and Gary, are like ah, February 2nd now, or worse. I, I don't think it's as bad as everybody wants to to make it out to be. I've never elaborated, but my birthday's in March, so I always hated February. And then March was always fun because, hey, your birthday and then basketball really heats up. Well, and yeah. where I grew up, usually around that time, that was when the shorts truly came out. And we were flipping the page to spring and early summer in March. And uh, the NBA would heat up because – where I grew up and was going every game. We were in a playoff race, yeah. and we had the playoffs coming. Uh, the tournament was fixing to start, and and then baseball is getting ready to start. Everything just sort of brightens up. So I've never really – now, I don't 
have disdain for February like July. The only saving grace for July is it's summer, which, yeah. by the way, if you're a kid or not an adult, anything from like 23 younger, that's great. But when you're a grown-up, I-, I tell people, guess what? On that beautiful summer July day, you still have to go to work. So but there's not much difference. In July, that. though, well, see, maybe you don't, though. If you're in like the business you know that we're in, this is that's usually when you take your vacation, too. Oh. You know, you get through the 4th of July weekend. Usually there's like a, a, an added CWS. day thrown in on there. Yeah, you go CWS, then you go into 4th of July. And then maybe you can maybe you can work in a vacation uh, in July. And then when you get back, heck, it's time for football. It might be Big Ten Media Days. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, we're in fall camp, and then we're doing the ever so agonizing August countdown because that first week of fall camp, everybody's so excited and we're getting all these storylines. And then it goes ghost for a while because, as we know during that time, no information is actually good information. We're not hearing about anybody with torn ACLs or out for the season with this injury or that injury. So we're happy about that. Mm -hmm. So – I'm I'm trying to help everybody out. If you really look at it, no, there's I like no, this, Nick. There's no bad like month when it comes to sports. And in July, if you want to say that, that's fine. There's not a lot going on, but that's when you can go ahead and take vacation. You no, can be re- you, you Nick, can be yeah. reacquainted with your family and you can go out and do things in the world and you're right, it's warm out too, so that always puts you in a in a good state of mind. I like this. I didn't have this on my bingo card. Nick Hanley cheering me up and like I'm, uplifting me. You, you are my shrink today. I am doing my best. It's Friday, guys. Yeah, never mind the pill I take every day to help with that. You are my pill. <laughs> I'm happy to be. Uh, hopefully, I can be everyone's pill today on this Friday. Um, but it is, I just, this, this February storylines with the teams that we cover locally have been They're not boring. That very good, not boring. yeah. And and thankfully we have that. And this year could be, I won't say an all timer, but it, it it's a good one. And I will admit, yeah, as try to you know, a lot of this it's in jest. See, but it's helping. It's, it's helping. Uh, you're already starting to go. You're 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 taking a turn to the positive it, it, road. It is the one thing that that I'm actually excited about to see how this all plays out. Because yeah. I don't have a dog in the fight. I'm not going to lie yeah. here. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, I'm this I'm this fan or I'm in this side and that side. Like the discussion you guys are having, I'm neither. Like so, it's it sounds terrible, but it's like I want everyone to win because that's better for us as far as morale, but also conversation and what mm-hmm. we do. So if you get all three teams in the tournament, and then the longer they stay, they hang around, the better. At least one of them can hang around a long yeah. time because it's good for business, good for our bottom line, but it's good for what we do. I think the biggest disappointment would be uh, two of them miss out. And then one gets in and flames out the first weekend. It's like, well, wait, we had all that build yeah. up. And I don't think that'll happen. I think for sure we're going to get two in this area in, and then we're going to see what happens. I know one of them's going to have a chance to make a great run, and, and they have the tools to do it. But I, I think, yeah, it's helped. So you're helping, Nick. Thank I'm you. trying. I'm trying to be part of the solution. Yeah. I had the razors out. You know, I'm going to put them away. <laughs> this is good. The, the solution in February, obviously, for Creighton for Nebraska, for Omaha, for Omaha women, for Nebraska women, not Omaha women like in general, but the Omaha women's basketball team, great women's basketball team, Nebraska women's basketball. Just win, baby. And then you got a a good uh, Nebraska baseball win last night that we'll get to. uh, Creighton baseball's on the road trying to validate what they were able to accomplish. You know what's really unfortunate in life? Think about this one, Jimmy. When you – maybe you have – a day at the office, and you you've you've called a lot of basketball games. I do. Yes, I. Used you know, to. in fact, I'm going to use that. You call maybe the best game ever. Okay, you're 
it's a good game, and you felt like you were on top of it. You, you brought need a it. cigarette afterwards. Yeah, and you, your yeah, shirt you and just and, and whether you have a, a color analyst or not, like it's it's like fist pump worthy you afterwards. May not like have chest hair, but you <laughs> suddenly have chest hair, and it's all out in its glory because yeah. you're happy. You're, you're excited. You're like, damn, I. I put my stamp on that game, and that game was really good, and I felt like I delivered that. Yeah, you feel then, like the end of Boogie Nights when he's in the mirror or uh, looking in the mirror. Yeah, I got you. Then, exactly. <laughs> yes. Like, Look at that. Then as you get up from your broadcast position, you're walking out, you know, kind of strutting. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, strutting. somebody you're from the, the radio McMahon. station says, I'm so sorry. You're like, what? Oh, you didn't know? We weren't on the air the entire time. That would be my luck. You're like, wait, what? And that essentially was Creighton so baseball in their last game of their series last week where they put up 23 runs and yet they can't get through more than four innings. So it doesn't go down as an official game. So did they, do, were they happy though? Did they feel good? That's the bottom line. Ed, and ju- Ed just could like, tell the guys, did you feel just good like if you walked away and be like, you know, that sucks, but damn, I was, good. I brought that home, baby. I've got that in me, and you know what? It's only a matter of time before I get to validate that. That's what Creighton gets a chance to do this weekend. Uh, I I would say in a favorable schedule, but getting to go from Maryland the first weekend in 40s where they actually had to cancel uh, or postpone games on Saturday because of accumulating snow and play a doubleheader on Sunday. They're actually going to go to Texas, so that's good. Um, So Creighton's in action. Uh, As I mentioned, Nebraska in a four-game series that started last night. They win. Uh, we'll get to the big story of that one a little bit later on. No one You've got, got hurt, did they? Uh, no. Oh, okay. And somebody had a somebody okay. had a good day on the bump. Okay. And it's a much needed good day on you, the bump. You scared me for a well. second nope. because this is kind of the PTSD being here that you like. Oh, because no, well, you they've think got of a Jordy good, Ball and you're like, yeah. Oh yeah. no, what the curse. happened? Yeah. The curse. Yeah. That yeah. Too. Hopefully that. Uh, I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on Overbeek's injury that happened at the end of uh, that series last week where uh, he had a. I believe a broken bone and a finger that he's going to be out for some weeks. But, yeah, you get into some huge games this weekend for all of the teams that we are keeping our eye on for March. So, I mean, this is this is a great end of February. And, and you know, you mentioned it sometime. I can See, I can get on board with you guys of saying February is the second worst month if you're sort of – Maybe because it's a letdown If for you're many. connecting it to weather, too. Because usually February weather sucks. But it's been really good. Yeah. Yesterday so, was pretty. Maybe that's why I'm super positive it's about It's a nice February. morning this morning. It's cool, but it's not. What we have right now should be the high. It's 30, yeah. but 35, I think, something um, like that. Let's see here. I got 37. Yeah, heat index is about So we are above freezing yeah. at 619. Yeah, that should be the height on a day like today. Yeah, the we're going to be in the area. 50s, I think. Uh, I want to say good morning to Kevin on Hi, Kevin. the Equitable Bank inbox. They take banking personally. Kevin says only the great ones are born in July. I'm assuming. Oh, a July K- birthday. Now that's sweet. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm assuming KG is a July birthday guy. Yeah, I bet he's had some fun. It doesn't matter what age and time of his life he is. He's had fun. Oh, yeah. And he didn't He didn't specify when. But if you're born right around 4th of July, too, you could have a banger. You could have a major blowout. So that's that's good for you, KG. Uh, and you know, if that's your July, birthday month, that gets you Live through. I'll celebrate. Get you, you through a, a bad sports month. Sun's but, usually out. I, I see. I want to. I want to advocate for February not being as bad as people now, think. Nick well, has get, a January birthday, so everyone understand where he's coming from. I do. Like, you yeah, know, February's not that bad. Yeah, it's like Nick. Were you, were you born? So I did get engaged in February. Okay. Um, not Valentine's Day, right? No. no okay. No. no. Uh, that was like I think it was 
it's the sixth, February sixth, though. That's how you. That. But that's how you throw her off. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. kind of because we had been ring shopping, so she knew that it was that. coming up. In case you want to get married one day to somebody, it doesn't have to be me. It's well, you know, see, what and, size okay. is your ring finger? This is this is good. This is good advice for the people there, Jimmy. Kids, listen. Sometimes you think, and, and I'm sure in a lot of occasions, going out on a whim and being able to surprise your, well, I guess it'd be your girlfriend at the time, not your fiance, because that happens after. She's my ex-girlfriend, that's correct. Your ex-girlfriend. Just can't get rid of her. Surprising them with the ring that they had nothing to do with in picking, I would say is still, the gesture itself is always going to be good. And I know like a, a lot of people will maybe... They'll align themselves with a family member. They'll align themselves with like a best friend. And that way, if she doesn't like the ring or it wasn't her style, you don't have to take the full ownership of that. You can say, well, I talked to your sister or I talked to your best friend, and they really thought this would be a good one. So you're, you know, at least you're in it together that way. Um, my wife has very particular taste. I wouldn't even say expensive taste, but just – very unique taste when it comes to things like that. And I, as I got closer and closer to doing the ring shopping, I thought to myself, I have no clue what she wants. And so I reached out to one of her friends and she said kind of the same thing. I don't know if I can help you here. So like, all right, thanks. That's where I started thinking. Is it completely like blowing up the surprise element of proposing if you start doing ring shopping together. And then the more I thought about it, if I'm spending that much money on a ring, yeah, I want her to like be fully in love with it. Yeah. So I'll pick what you want. You're yeah. Right. So she started and she did. She had very unique things that she would like to have seen like on the design. And well, we, we've, we've, what the hell is this crap yeah, on the no, TV? I'm, I don't know. Uh, Sorry. Nick, I, it's I, not, I'm, yeah. It's, it's for those. Uh, oh, Rusty was talking oh, about snow Tuesday night into Wednesday. Oh, okay. But then right away, we're back up near 70. Yeah, and it doesn't look too crazy either. That's fine. 73 Monday. All right, continue. We have a 38-degree Wednesday with a chance of snow, but then back in the 60s, so I'm fine. Um, So, so yeah, so so we did, uh, we we, we looked for a while, but, you know, there was always the whole price thing, like, okay, this probably won't happen until maybe spring. Um, You you won't know when it's going to happen, but the whole time I had, like, a plan. So, yeah, I kind of threw her off there. But, yeah, so. Do you do layaway? And it was actually the day before the Super Bowl uh, is when I did it. So, again, fe- February we have the Super Bowl. We've get, I think we get some good college basketball because I always think if you're somebody who is starting to I've, – I've said this many times in the show. If you're starting to get an idea of whether we're talking Creighton um, and the ever so often occasion that Nebraska finds himself in the tournament conversation, as I've said many times – if you really want to make February matter, start watching those teams in detail because they're going to give you a, a pretty good glimpse of what they're going to be in March. And this week, okay. boy, we could all hope that's the case. The week that we've had with our area men's basketball teams between Creighton with what they did with UConn, that was amazing. To me, that is, if Creighton is that level, you're not beating them. Like that, that game, and I, I know it, as of right now, it was just that game. But if they start showing that but that's it showed their what potential. they are. Exactly. If that's what they can be on a consistent basis in March, my God, this could be really exciting. they got great talent. got a great team. Mm-hmm. They have the pieces. And 
And, and I'll be honest, I was saying and this. And you got a great night. coach. I, uh, again, not a dog in a fight. I enjoy watching them play. Mm-hmm. It's not a boring style of bat. Now, I, when they get in a rock fight, that's every college basketball yep. team is going to get in a rock fight at some point because some teams, that's just what they do to the game. But in general, yes. I, I mean, they have the tools to make a run. And I get what you're saying. You're not overreact. You're not. You're yeah. trying not to overreact. You say, well, that's, that's the standard. I got to hold Creighton to every game out. It just shows that they have that potential. Yep. They know that, but they also would be the first to tell you. Now we have to put that together for six games in the month of March, and that's the goal, and that's what we're going to try to do. And that. And thankfully, is, they got good health. Knock on wood. Yes, and that's not been that's not been the Creighton story yeah. here in the last several years. The other part about that is, and we'll get to it, is and kind of how we open the show with the Rick Pitino uh, words, uh, basically an apology. <laughs> My issue with his whole rant was zero accountability. You can you that can, wasn't even meant for his team. That was meant for the recruits. Well, you can put your team on blast. See, and, and even if it was Jimmy, this is where I my, was, big, my he biggest criticism. He was using criticism. the media to talk to his he team. Was. Phil Jackson always did that he marvelously. Was. Old school, new school, or in between school, there needs to be a shred of accountability, though, when you're doing that. There for needs who, to though? for for him for as well. The- for him as well. If you're gonna, it, it, that's my my. I feel strongly about that, and I don't even care if you are like the hell. There were times that when Bobby Knight would criticize his team, that he would, even if you knew he didn't mean it, he would say. But that's on me, or you know, I got to do better there. There right. was there was none of that with Rick Pitino. And but see, that's the part that got me in all that. You're going to throw your team under the bus. Yeah, throw yourself There's under the bus. I got to coach. Account- Look what Dan Hurley did. It's great. Yes, zero. Okay, exactly. Dan Hurley said, "I let us down. Didn't coach. Uh, we didn't coach good. We didn't play good. So you're starting it off with you and your staff. Then you're going to your guys. I've done a none lot of, of coach that. interviews after games where he said, and and I always respected that because it it takes a lot for the coach to say that especially live on the air where he says I didn't coach well I didn't have our team prepared to play and 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 you know this and and Gary knows this too when you're around these coaches and you know the work that they put in uh you feel gutted for them the more you're around them and you get to know them because you know they mean it Mm -hmm. when they say that it's it's like if if Max said that to John John has it feels for him because he knows the work that he and his staff put in and so when it doesn't go your way and it goes bad say the first UConn game for example if he were to say that then you feel for them because you're like, yeah, you know, they put in a lot of work. They're not going to be doing a lot of sleeping, and they're going to be on that flight home thinking, what could I have done better? There were times where I would get that response when I would interview a coach, and one in particular. And you've coached too, so you know exactly where they're coming from. Sure, sure. And I I knew, I mean, when I would talk to the Columbus Telegram, that was the the beat that covered us, Um, (laughs) I would take ownership. But – there was always one coach that I knew during a post-game interview whether I needed to ask more questions or not after a loss. Yeah. And I would ask a question about a particular individual or a performance by a particular individual or this player or that, and it would be the same response. And it's, I didn't have these guys ready to co- I didn't have these guys ready to play. I need to coach better. And then I'd ask, okay, so what'd you think about in the second inning? You know, this happened and this happened. I didn't coach him hard enough, and I I need to, I need to have him more prepared. And then I realized, okay, this is what you're getting. This is what I'm getting. This is like laying beer after they got swept by the Bulls, and he goes, they won. And he, but he's, I I think he's truly frustrated. Maybe a 
a little bit with himself, but he's more frustrated with his team because he probably, in all reality, felt like he had them ready to play, but he's not going to put them on blast. So he's going to grin and bear it. And then when he addresses the team, he's going to say, when I'm talking to the media, when I'm talking to our radio guys, I I jumped on that grenade. You guys better not you MF guys and let me, me down. Yes, exactly. You owe me one. And then they, among themselves, are exactly. right, we got to play better. And maybe there was accountability a with, with Rick Pitino with his players. I don't know. When he truly gets his guys, I think then it sounds like I'm being overly uh, defending a Rick Pitino. You are being very defending of Rick I don't Pitino. mean to do that, but I understand where he's coming from. I don't think that was a way to do it. And I, and I think if, if you were going to, I mean, we both can rock a pinstripe suit. Um, I hope that's where you, I hope that's where you stop the uh, comparisons. <laughs> I mean, it's not, he got in trouble, but he won that. Never mind. Uh, like the man loves some Italian food. Who doesn't? I do. Can't eat as much of it anymore. Like some of the things the restaurants do, but anyway. That, you know what? It's all about the surface and, and mm. making sure you show gratitude uh-huh. and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, give them a little bit of your mind. Anyway, uh, no, I, uh, it sounds like I'm defending him, but the thing I agree the most about you there is if you're going to do that, then you better lump yourself in with your team. As a great Nebraska football coach, Bo Pelini would say, sometimes you just got to point the thumb too. Point that finger. You That's better be, good, po- You better be pointing that thumb. And there was none of that, and even in his double down. But, Does this kind of make is, you worry now about Sunday? The more we talk about it, the more I think about it, that you're going to get inspired. I mean, I know they just I don't beat know. Georgetown. Yeah, they beat Georgetown. They were up big. get at the Garden for a noon game on CBS? And They had a, a good lead against Georgetown. Georgetown kind of fought back, made it a little bit more respectable. Um, yeah, that's kind of the, the thing about where this – if you're Creighton, you're coming off of the highest of all highs. Uh, and and I think about what Creighton fans that are maybe not big Nebraska basketball fans have watched now once, not once but twice, of Nebraska fans storming the court, celebrating a, a top 10 victory, beating the number one team, then what Wisconsin was ranked number six at the time. So taking down those teams, fans, you know, jubilation, all of that. And you, you're you know, you're, you're hopefully you're secure with your basketball program and the things that they've accomplished. And, and again, the overall expectations of this program compared to Nebraska's. But at some point, that looks fun. <laughs> you know, you're celebrating with your fans. You're knocking off a top ranked team. I want to do that. That looks fun. And, I mean, Creighton did it up the right way this week. Uh, they they got to soak it in. They had a good time. And they should have. Good for them. That was a great win against a team that I don't think was playing better basketball than UConn. And it shows to them what they can do. It does. And we talk about that, and, and it goes back to, to the team itself. They're okay, see, this is what we're capable of. Okay, let's build off it. That's why Sunday, you... you Which you is why now, I think they'll play well Sunday. You now have distance between that moment and then going into travel on the East Coast, mm-hmm. taking on a St. John's team that is just... I mean, St. John's... And it's is, cool They're, they're not there. completely inept. No. It's not Soriano's still awesome. They've got players. There's a... Interesting. I wouldn't even know. I, I don't they know. They played hard here. I can't say if it's weird. They did. I can't say if it's weird or if it's just more in the category of interesting dynamic right now with their head coach and their players. Did they respond? Did his team respond the way that maybe he intended them to based on his recollection of practices? They did. They did get out to a big lead against Georgetown and, and you know pretty much just kind of held them at bay there at the end. So maybe the response was exactly what Rick Pitino wanted. 
But that's going to be interesting. Uh, that game, again, it's nothing that's going to all of a sudden, if you know Creighton shows up and just absolutely lays an egg, that it's going to dramatically impact their seating. But in a way, it'll just be disappointing. Like, all right, guys, will, come on, you had will. a good week. It will because it's it, one w- thing to lose, but it's one thing to stink up the joint. If you if you hit a high note in February, as I've said many times, early. this is the team that you hope that you're going to be yeah. in March. So if that's the team. That Creighton's going to be in March on Tuesday? Well, that's pretty damn exciting. That takes you all the way back to the preseason predictions of can this team finally get into the Final Four after they were so close a year ago? They've got the team to do it. There were times, remember, after the season, we said, man, Creighton might actually be a preseason top five team. And they were close in some polls, too. All of a sudden, you bring that discussion back to the forefront. But if you lay an egg on Sunday... Again, does oh, it? See, this is why they can't go up. metrics and everything. Yes, it's the the, the discussion the of can we can, can we trust them? Yes, it's the whole can I trust them to play good on a Thursday or a Friday and then be able to bounce back within a day in between and have that same type of level of play. And I actually think in they a quick can. turnaround, I really do. I actually think they can, and and you can't accuse me of being a a home or anything because again i don't well, have a dog a in the game show so i got yes. asked to host it doesn't mean i work for creighton or went same. to creighton uh, i mean i like doing it because i i like watching the team but yeah in no way am i getting paid by creighton i don't even get a picture with billy blue jay which i would take by the way old billy blue jay or new billy blue jay you tell me i mean I'd go it's your old. hometown i'd go old old okay i have to look alien up. alien blue jay scares me he, he looks like he's all right. Anyway, I have a different yeah. conversation. I'll have to look up old Billy. I, I don't I don't remember what he looks like. Old Billy's just kind of unassuming. Okay. Just kind of old school. Oh. Yeah. But, you know, that's that's me. I'd I want I, I like to get a picture with Durango tomorrow. I don't know yeah. if this is hot take, but old old Billy Blue Jay um, logo on yeah. Creighton gear, much better than okay. new Billy Blue Jay logo. I think I know what you mean. Yeah. Like Connor's hoodie. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that's, that's, I, I do like that, that. That's old Billy. That's a nice hoodie. It is. I want that hoodie. Not his, though. That would be weird. Nebraska all of a sudden has a monster game. And it's at home, which is great. It's sold out now. It is sold out. I think there are. Yeah, in fact. It's going to be a gorgeous It's crazy. They, they, they have what? Time. They have Rutgers left um, as far as home rivals. games, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rutgers has limited uh, tickets available. But Minnesota, I watched. The majority of that game last night against Ohio State. And by the way. Good for you, man. Talk about taking one for the team watching that. Oh, I, was, I was scouting, Jimmy. Yeah, you I was scouting. scouting. I want to see what Minnesota's bringing these days. But Ohio State is. You're so much better than I am. I, I, I feel like best. Ohio State got that. Um, our coach just got fired. We've got this assistant coach that now is now our coach. start winning. And they did that in the Purdue game. And I think that, that was just more of the flash in the pan. I got to say, Ohio State does very little. Now, it's funny. Nebraska plays Ohio State on the road next week. And, you know, despite winning on the road this week, you know how that can go. But that wasn't all that impressive. What was impressive, though, was Minnesota. Minnesota, between what they've been able to do here as of late and knowing that they are starting to play themselves into the tournament conversations, I will admit, when Minnesota took down Nebraska – on the road, well, for Nebraska on the road, Minnesota at home, that game back in December. And I remember being on the airwaves with you, Jimmy, and I think uh, Gary was gone for basketball, so it was you, uh, John Schreiner, and myself. I know him. And we were we'll sitting here talking about, I mean, gosh, uh, and we heard your emails and tweets, and everybody was wondering, okay, is this, you know, is this going to be the last season for Fred? You can't 
have that type of, you know, you just got blown out by Creighton, then you you try to bounce back, and then you're up by 17 at one point in that game, and then you somehow get beat by Minnesota. How does that happen? And so I'll admit, watching that game, I didn't think anything of Minnesota. Now, Dawson Garcia played very little of that game, but I remember thinking to myself, that's not a, oh, great win for Minnesota to come back. That was a really bad loss for Nebraska. How do you let that happen? Because there was nothing about watching Minnesota come back that I thought, damn, they're actually better than I thought. I now fast forward to watch this team here as of late. There's something with this team. They're, and, and they've got – Minnesota's got a really interesting uh, road in front of them because they've got some great opportunities if they can get some wins. Nebraska obviously would be a quad one win for them if they're able to do that. Then they go to Champaign. Then they're home against Penn State, home against Indiana, two pretty bad teams. And then they're, they finish on the road at Northwestern. So their remaining road games, all quad one opportunities, Minnesota is definitely zeroing in on Sunday. And you know what? Between Elijah Hawkins and Dawson and Garcia – you're they can hurt. They're not that bad. They can hurt you. Yeah, so they can't overlook. But uh, uh, the thing is, the Huskers should want some revenge because yeah, oh, that absolutely. Not that was not a fun night for them when they played them the first time. So mm-hmm. I, I think they're going to play well. The crowd's going to definitely. It's a four o'clock game. Uh, five thirty. Five thirty. Yeah, it's going to be a beautiful day Sunday. Rail yard's going to be bumping. Early I, I think evening, the crowd's yep. going to bring it. I, they they should. Um, by the way, uh, Zach. The Lego Maniac in the Echo Bank inbox says that K-State back up to 76 in the net, so they are one spot away from a Q1 for Nebraska. They just need to go up seven more spots. Yep, he said hold. need them to knock off BYU at home tomorrow. Most and then hated rivals. K-State, Big 12 I know, it's just so weird watching that. Uh, K-State is back. Um, if they were to win, K-State would be in a Q1, so that would give Nebraska another quad one. See, see Zach's, Zach's feeling it. He's he's got He's got the February fever. Um, he also uh, mentions that hopefully with what is going on in St. John's that uh, CJ can recruit his brother. Um, uh, as people know that he is actually a pretty good player. Uh, Simeon Wiltshire plays for St. John's right now too. Um, could be if he were to possibly not enjoy his uh, his commitment to the St. John's roster that he would possibly maybe – it's, that would be a transfer portal, obviously, but uh, his commitment with the school in the future that he thinks to hit the transfer portal that maybe hmm, he would huh. consider Nebraska. Uh, those are all those are things. That is, I think a lot of people, as soon as um, Rick Pitino went scorched earth on his own team, I think a lot of people started looking at that. Not just Nebraska, like all right, what team or what players on this team might we be interested in? But immediately, everybody thought of Simeon Wilcher. It was like, well, he's CJ's brother. But like Gary said yesterday. there's that's literally what he said in the transcripts this is yeah uh, cj i i am i am a cj wilcher fan i i have been i was over the summer because the fact that he stuck with nebraska i liked the way that he he accepted a role last year where he was a starter then he came off the bench then he had to start more games but as a starter at the end of the year he seemed to be in a much better place great body language same thing you saw this year too gary was right I went back on it because I didn't notice it as much, but I went back on it yesterday. First of all, CJ had this circus shot when everything was kind of going haywire for Nebraska in that Indiana game. 
CJ had this shot where I don't even know what the hell he was thinking. Where he was, he had no shot of remotely being able to convert. It was almost like he took two hands and just chucked the ball up in the air, and it, I swear, it like hit like the backboard or something. It, it like and it almost came down and hit him. And that's when you knew, okay, CJ's having an off game. So he was, and then there was a when he got taken out of the game. It looked like maybe there was some contact on him. He didn't get the call, and he, he was kind of barking at the bench. Like I think they were upset that you know maybe he took an illicit shot. It, it wasn't the same shot I'm thinking of, and he kind of clapped back. I don't know if it was at a at a player or at a coach, and they got him out of there because they could tell he was frustrated. And at that point, you're probably worrying that he might be a liability on the defensive end. So I don't know if his his body language and his frustration was because maybe he felt like he wasn't getting some calls or he was just having an off night, but it was a lot more noticeable of some bad body language compared to so many nights when he's had good body language, even when he hasn't been you know, in the mix of being one of the best scorers too. So that's something to keep your eye on because, hey, Jamarcus Lawrence was an absolute stud in that Indiana game, but if Nebraska – not only I, – I, I feel good about where Nebraska is going to the NCAA tournament, but if you are to make the most of you that opportunity – You have to predict them to lose on Sunday, though. I already did. Okay. I did yesterday. They're going to lose yeah. out. I said they're, said they're just going to get they're smoked. Gonna win just going to get smoked. But in reality, if they want a chance to accomplish history in Nebraska basketball with getting that first NCAA tournament win, you need all of those guys, yes. those contributors, guys that have and been there before. And before you get email, by the way, it's a bit. Don't take Nick seriously. <laughs> Nick's just trying I don't get to get it. Nick's just trying to help. What do they got the to do team. to make you a believer? They just won on the road. We all have our part. Nick has his, and did he's you, trying to help. Did you see their metrics? You know, Gary's not here, so we can go over metrics. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I I appreciate that. I appreciate Gary's uh, commitment to not looking at the numbers because there was there was a time that That's, he was both he was of a, you are all doing your thing. You're picking an, against them, and yep. he's not looking at. I get it. And he was an every morning bracket guy. Now I'm now I've taken the the baton and have run with the every morning bracket. Looksy, yeah, it's fun. February, baby, it's all about February. Mister February, Nick Hanley, it's all about February. Hey, I'm, here we go. I'm here to advocate for the I'll sport, send it the off sports, to Cutler. The sports month of February is not <laughs> that bad. Uh, number to the show is four zero two nine five one sixteen twenty. That is the hotline that is powered by forty two degrees, the source by your mom's house. I've already been getting some activity on the Equitable Bank inbox where they take banking personally. You can email the show. I am Handley at 1620thezone.com. He is Jimmy, 1620thezone.com. And then the J Tech Construction Zone Twitter feed. You can also get on the conversation at Nick Handley 1620 at uh, Mornings with Sharp and Handley as well. Yes. We have a Twitter. We do. Tweet us. We tweet. And we get some. We look at tweets. They make us laugh. It's all good. They make us smile. Man, my man Zach is. He is, he's he's fired up. Good. He's fired up in like February. It. He's already he's already given us three three emails on the Equal Bank Defending inbox. Defending February or anti February? Um, nothing about February. He's oh, just okay. he's all about Nebraska, and oh, he ju- right. he just gave me this awesome graphic. Just emailed this awesome graphic. It's got the Nebraska basketball NCAA tournament odds meter. It's like a meter, like you you would go read a meter if you're working for like the gas Connor company. Like Josh's wheel. Uh, he, kind of. It's really cool, and he, it's uh, it's kind of teetering between an eighty-one and eighty-four percent of Nebraska's tournament odds, and the status that is on this thing. I don't know where he got this, but this is fun. 
uh, closer to a nine seed than a first four game after beating Indiana. Okay. Nice, Zach. Appreciate yeah. that. Uh, let's get to Michigan Lance before we hit our first break on the 42-degree hotline. Good morning, Lance. How are you? Hey, what's happening? Two quick topics, man. College basketball, then we got to have our daily dose of Bears talk. Okay, I'm um, all about it. <laughs> hey, man, this is this is – this is not about to be a chalk year. Is it? I mean, how are you going to see this thing in college basketball? Like, it, it's it's the to me it's the most parity there's ever been. Agreed. And and there's no stars, man. What happened to our our stars of college basketball, man? It's there's nobody that I don't even know anybody that that's good. Was like, hey, I better go watch this guy. You know, um, and the TV's on. Let me watch. So-and-so. We don't have the Caitlin Clark is what you're saying. Well, yeah, that's not good either because that, they only that's only one person they're hyping up. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's that's not good because they're only talking about one person. There's there's actually other people. That, Juju Watkins out in USA putting up some numbers as a freshman as well. She's averaging like 27 a game. So, By the way, she had a really I bad mean, second half, so just saying that. <laughs> right, right, right. I got one smoked. Bad <laughs> whatever, 20-some-odd games. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, man, so it's just like, man, so I haven't even totally crossed over yet, No, but, Lance, you know. I'll say this about the college. I, 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 I'm with you. I think that this tournament has a chance to just be as wild as we've ever seen because for some of the points you bring up there, too, but we continue to see uh, AP top five, AP number ones get knocked off on a regular basis and, and top ten teams losing to unranked teams on a regular basis. Like, it's it's been a regular occurrence so that leads me to believe, and I think you and myself were not alone, but wouldn't it be very, very fitting that once we get to the tournament that it is all chalky? That Because everything that led us to believe that it would be the wildest tournament, it'll end up being the most predictable tournament. Right, yeah, yeah. it usually goes opposite. Right, right. right. <laughs> and then we wouldn't be surprised if Nebraska makes it to the Sweet 16. Oh, oh, okay. Now we're getting a little crazy. Now we're getting a, little, a heart attack getting a little crazy here, Lance, on a Friday morning, but I appreciate it. Man, not, not really, though. You're watching these other teams out here. It's really not. But, um, uh, hey, man, what, the Bears just make you want to go jump off a roof, don't they? I mean, this dude is unfollowing. Yeah. Like, we're getting this drama. I'm like, I like every week we just get something to me that just doesn't make sense. From this organization. Isn't it agent behavior 101 to tell your client if he's in any type of a contract dispute or if there's any um, uncertainty with his future? It's like all of a sudden agency 101 of, hey, just start unfollowing them on Instagram and everybody will get talking and then people will put your name back out in the forefront and you'll be top, you'll be the, the conversation, the topic of conversation. And then everybody's going to, you're, you're going to have your advocates and then you're going to have your ones that are your detractors. And it, oh yeah, it's, it's a, it's it's a fine mess, and no one does it better than the Chicago Bears. <laughs> yeah. It's, so you have a good day. Love you. Uh, yeah, uh, oh, thanks, Lance. We love you, too. Yeah, we do, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you weren't talking to us? Okay, never mind. Oh, no, sorry. sorry. <laughs> not, not at all. Uh, but, yeah, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that is the new – I forgot about that. Did, uh, what's his name? The little kid that the – little, the little quarterback that plays a lot of video games. Oh, uh, Kyler Murray, yeah, Kyler Murray, yeah. He did a, he did a social media scrub. That says a lot about Kyler. <laughs> the little guy who plays a lot of video. Let me hear a coach say that. That little guy who plays a lot of video. We like him. That right. is good. 
We got to stop it, it him. It was in the contract, hey. But hey, yeah. didn't he start that unfollowing? I don't know. Yep. It seems like he could have started that unfollowing. He did, he did the social media scrub. Yep. Yeah, and, and then here we are. So, mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, so we'll, we'll see what happens. But as the world turns, Chicago Bears. Lance, I forget because I think we, we've talked about this a lot, but I don't, know, I don't know if I've got anything definitive. Are you team Justin Fields or are you team Caleb Williams or any other quarterback? I'm going to have to go with Caleb Williams. Not that I dislike Jason, Justin Fields. It's mm-hmm. just like we got to find a guy that we know is a guy off top, man. We, yeah. we need to keep searching. So until we – we we got to get somebody, man. Like I, I don't just I actually think Justin Fields would do better yeah. in another organization. I do too. Bet, that's better than us. But yeah, we need Caleb Williams who can overcome our dysfunction. So. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, let's have a good weekend. Talk to you later. Thanks, Lance. That is Lance, Michigan Lance, our man. Yeah, I loves us. I, I'm I'm there with Lance. I'm not. It's not like the the time when they were trying to get rid of uh, Mitch Trubisky. That I was like, God, you could not get him out fast enough like what's taking so long the Justin Fields part of it is to me inconclusive and I'm with Lance I feel like he'll go somewhere else if this is the the route Chicago goes and he will just ball out somewhere else I mean it, it would be Usually very how it goes yeah it'd be very typical Bears of like you just had a guy there he left and now look what he's doing to just kind of twist the knife in a little bit more and then Caleb Williams will be a bust or they'll decide, you know what? It didn't work out with one North Carolina quarterback, but we're going to go with another North Carolina quarterback, number 10 in Drake May. And let's see how that goes. And then it'll go like Mitch Trubisky. So, I don't know. This is These are the things that I expect. I understand. Yep. I have, I have my I have a similar outlook to my team. Different, but similar. Yeah, different. Uh, you guys have different levels of disappointment than uh, yeah. Chicago. Either way, we all end up disappointed when it gets to February, which right. circles everything back. Uh, Terrence on the stream, by the way, we were talking about the um, the engagements. Uh, rings he said good rule of thumb if the women isn't if the woman isn't excited by whatever you choose to give you might want to find someone else not for everyone but mostly you know what terrence it's not and i don't want to make it sound like my wife if i would have just did something solo and on my own that she would have not liked it but you know terrence you're right if you are going the surprise route with absolutely zero reference to what she wants as an engagement ring and she poo-poos it, Terrence is right. Maybe you want to think about the uh, the commitment you are about to make. That's, that's what I'm saying. Especially if she literally poo-poos it, then you might yeah. want to. It's kind of gross. Uh, Dion must have just uh, joined us late because he wanted to know. I guess, is Gary... He might be, but he still yeah. won't join us, Dion. Yeah, he said, is Gary pooping or something? No, Gar- Gary is. That, that's a him, Dion. I don't know. He's I'm, not here today. They're not. They're not they are not wouldn't be flying to Kansas City. They got to be busing. No, they're busing. Yeah, it's a bus. They're, yeah. they're on the bus. They, they got an early practice in KC. They couldn't uh, practice at uh, SAP today because uh, the field stuff. house has got other stuff going on. So they're getting Can't out to Kansas City a little early, get a little practice. Yeah. And you know what? Hit up Enjoy... Oklahoma Joe's yes. after. Yes. Enjoy a beautiful day in Kansas City. Heck yeah, that's right. Damn, I should have said that. I know, it's, that's that's kind of this is, and you know what? It's it's his city. It's his yeah. It is his city. He's, he's a his Chiefs team fan, one. so yeah. Yeah, Good he'll be him. that guy. He'll Good be hanging him. out with the that wolf fella. Yeah. Um, <laughs> amazing. Daniel says maybe fair, but if you're not in tune enough to know what she likes, 
Maybe she might want to find someone else. Okay, so now we've, I like this. The conversation is now going back and forth. Amazing Good Daniel. job, Nick Hanley. See, you know what? I, and I'm not trying to be Switzerland here, but Terrence makes a good point, but I think Amazing Daniel makes a good point too. If you're in sync with that person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with, you should have an idea of the things she likes. And if you throw something that is completely opposite to her taste, do you really know her? Hmm. Yeah. This isn't even Valentine's Day. We're past that, and we're talking about this still. Uh, when we come back, welcome back to relationship talk. With uh, hey, Kenley I'll, I'll do what I can on here. sixteen twenty. The love. Yeah, it's a beautiful Friday. K L U V Omaha. It's a, it's a beautiful. Lives. It's a beautiful morning for lovemaking out there. As you're getting, oh, getting yeah. up, getting your cup of coffee. All right, so Just don't kiss anyone after the coffee breath. Huh? I prefer coffee breath over morning breath. Yeah. I mean, really if, if I if up. I have to choose, at least give me a hint of coffee as opposed <laughs> to the funk that just resides in our mouths overnight, especially if you had onions. Man, brush all you want before you go to bed. That ain't going away. It's the worst. <laughs> Are you eating those damn things like apples? <laughs> eating onions in bed. Yeah, yeah. Just like... I mean, to like each their the, own. Yeah. Hey, some people I like onions. an aphrodisiac. <laughs> some people like it. Some people need hymns or what are we, mentality... Uh, there was a no onions. There was a very positive development last night for Nebraska baseball that we'll get to. We've got to get into all of these weekend matchups too with Creighton at St. John's. Nebraska hosting a big matchup against Minnesota as well. Got a big hockey weekend. Uh, Omaha is in one of the the tightest conferences I can think of when it comes to where they might fall seating wise in the Summit League tournament. And as Lance kind of alluded to, as we were talking about the NCAA tournament. And talking with Gary and having a chance to watch Omaha and South Dakota State, which right now South Dakota State is the top team in the Summit League and watching Omaha, who should have won that game on Saturday against South Dakota State. I know, coulda, shoulda, woulda. Uh, that could be very interesting uh, tournaments up in Sioux Falls in a little more than a week. So we'll get into all of that as we continue here on a Friday. Glad you're with us. It's Mornings with Sharp and Hanley. Jimmy and Nick, Gary will be back with us on Monday here on 1620 The Zone. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.